Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. The BHP podcast is proudly presented by Vanguard Outdoors. Learn more at vanguardworld.us. Hello, and welcome to Night Talk. Like I just feel you, you remember that uh, Saturday Night Live skit where the the sweaty balls when they're when they're <laughs> when they're on air when they're, it's like a radio station and they 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 talk about all kinds of all kinds of stuff and Alec Baldwin talks about is it it's a recipe show yeah, it's right? a recipe show and they talk they start talking about these these I think it's Christmas like tradition yeah. or something like that and he makes this thing called sweaty balls sweaty balls sweaty balls, balls. Yeah. <laughs> like, well. Hello and, and welcome. We're here having a few jokes on the Bone Plant podcast. Uh, I don't think I have to bleep that out because I don't. It's a no, I mean, it, it's a name. classic. I think it's we're good. good. All right, sweaty. I don't. I, I think we're good. We're good. All right. Anyway, so today we're talking bow launch. I got uh, myself, Dave Thomas, Tim the Mazarana, Chris the Schnur, and Ashley the Schnur. So, I let's talk about bow launch. It's been a busy week. You're still so low, I feel Am like. Am I? Is I think, this better? There you go. Okay. It's been an extremely busy week. This week alone, there's been three launches already. There has been Excalibur with the 308 short. It's right in front of us here. There has been Matthews with the um, Tri-X. And there has been Obsession with the Fixation. Is that right? Fixation? Fixation, yeah, different sizes. Yeah, a ton of different ones there. They got, it looks like a different cams in there. Yeah, totally different bow. Yeah, so... Familiar, but yet different. Am I missing way. one there? Is there another? Well, they had the, the Target bow. No, no, I meant like, uh, is there another company it launched? Oh, PSE launched. Hoy but that was a while ago, right? Yeah, but... So... When did Bowtech launch? Last week. Last week. Probably yeah. This has been a busy week already. I think it was last week. Yeah, yeah, last yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so <clears throat> lots of bow launches. It's a very exciting time of the year. I, I really, I mean, I, I enjoy the bow launches. I like being a part of that. I, but it's the, something we really haven't seen before, right, this time of year. No. And usually. It's about I mean, right. No, it's it? about right. Yeah. Matthews did theirs last year at the same time. But the, the thing about Matthews, and I love Matthews. You know, I think they're a great company. I just wish they'd give me the bow a couple days early. Like, I get it the day it goes, comes out. Or I should say we, sorry. We get it the day it comes out. Unfortunately, that puts us at a quick, like a really fast-paced 
review and it, it takes away a little bit from what I want to do, you know? Like, right. I like to make it stellar, like, really cool. Like, the Bowtech one we did this year was cool. I had the bow three weeks before it even launched. You need some field shots, get out. It's not exactly, you know, but you the thing work is, around the weather, all that. Most companies are pretty good with doing that. Um, Hoyt does not do that. Matthews does not do that with us. PSE does not do that with us. Um, but the rest of them do. Obsession will do it when they can. They couldn't do it this time around. Um, but uh, I just talked to guys from Expedition today, so we should be getting those coming too this year, including Target segment. So hopefully that would be cool. But anyway, uh, bow launches are fun. And the one thing I remember the most is the ATA show was Bowtech. Bowtech was like the big, big you know, powerhouse at the ATA show for the past, ever since I remember. Yeah, no, I mean, they'd have Harleys. They have guys come out yeah. throwing bows out, free bows. They'd, they'd have a gun shooting shirts into the crowd, musicians playing, like, well-known musicians. Yeah, it doesn't, it, ne- it never, like, to me, it never felt like an ATA show until Botech did their launch. And then once they did that, you felt, okay. There's pictures I have still of... Botech launching and our guys in the in the crowd with our cameras because I know our camera and our orange shirts and you can mm-hmm. see them like you know from the ATA image of Botech's huge launch and there's media everywhere I mean it was awesome, but then things changed at the ATA and Botech I think realized it was expensive to do that you know I don't know their whole you know you know they have new owners since then new cha- a lot of changes but their launch this year was awesome like they did a live feed on Facebook they gave away I think a couple bows they. They engaged us early on, so we were helping. Everybody's doing their part, you know. And they took that away from the ATA show, and I, I'm glad, you know, because a lot of people can't go to the ATA. I'd rather see that bow now as a consumer than as a dealer later, you know. I mean, at least let me know. And, and to be honest, you don't have a choice. People are launching now, you know, so you're going to lose bow sales if you're not in the mix. Well, it, I think, too, just from from business standpoint you want that build up to the ata show right so when your dealers are coming in they they hear about that momentum already out there in the marketplace people are already trying to buy that bow so they they know what they're looking for which is awesome. well, especially on the target side the sooner you see it then you want to buy it you want to get set up and take it to that first tournament get rolling and that's yep. interesting too because on the target side I guess it's kind of like the hunting side, but there is a difference. So the the timing, I think, is different. When does your target segment start, like tournaments? Well, here's the, here's the big thing with target. And back when I I worked with when I was on the manufacturing side, and I actually worked for a manufacturer, we started doing this, and uh, another company did the exact same thing. And I think it's brilliant. The perfect time to launch a target bow is at the ASA Classic or IVO IVO Worlds. When's that? When the dates? You're are talking September August, right around there. Because what it does is, I mean, we always run into shipping issues. I mean, look at hunting bows, target bows. Every time, two-week wait is fast. I mean, 10-week wait is realistic on a target bow. So, I mean, especially when you're talking orders. So, I mean, if you're getting pre-orders in August, you're able to catch up and have them shipped by November, December. People have their target bows. They're ready for Vegas in February. I mean... Oh, yeah, yeah that's I mean, a great point. That, that's a big thing. Yeah. Our target season really kicks off in January. I mean, December we have, like, the Midwest Open, and that's your one of your big ones in this area. But, I mean, your really big stuff really starts January, February, March. And if you don't have your target ball by then, you're kind of yeah. SOL. Yeah, I don't know. I, hunting bows, they just <clears throat> they come out in the weird times, right? Because they come out after the season's already engaged for the most of archery is done by november most of it's not fully done but 
Well, I mean, the real thing with, with hunting bows is, I mean, whenever you launch a hunting bow, I mean, say, say you launch October 1st, somebody, or September 30th, for example, if you run out, you're not going to run out and buy a bow, set it up and take True. it straight to the woods. I mean, you, they're all a little bit different. You got to get used to it. You got to get it tuned, dialed in. So it could be a month process for the average guy. Yeah. But I mean, to give you that, that year of, Hey, I got this new bow. It's going to be, I'm going to order this one for next year. I got a new realm coming. I got a new expedite, whatever. I got now. I have a whole season to get used to it, get it sighted in, have yep. fun with it, and then then you're really ready to go. Yeah, I think this year um, I'd like to do a sit down video, maybe towards uh, December, like at the end of December, maybe during Christmas break time frame. But it'd be nice to do a video where all of us sit down and everybody talks about their favorite top three bows of the year that came out. And I can't speak yet for PSE because I haven't shot the new bow yet, and I can't speak for Hoyt yet. But what I've liked so far that I've seen is I do like um, the, uh, I, I really like the Realm. I thought Botech hit it out of the park. So what have you guys, so, so so far your favorite bow is probably the Realm that you've seen? That you've tested so far? I, well, so far we've tested, uh, um, what did we test so far? We got the Elite Enlist, which was a nice bow, but it's not the, it's not the, the, the flagship. They're doing that at the ATA, they told me. So far, that's what I've heard. They can have buffer back for that. <clears throat> yeah so i didn't catch that bruce buffer last year <laughs> the, the ufc guys were out there doing the announcement oh, oh were they yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was wondering what you're talking about Sorry. <laughs> i think you said you're gonna i don't even know what i thought you were gonna say anyway um i the, the matthews bow i was interested in that i i, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more on the launch i felt like the launch was a little bit shy like almost like here it is. There was really no like Matt. I don't think I saw Matt talk or anything yet. Was there a big uh, production for that or live stream or anything? I that don't they did? think no live stream. I mean, I didn't notice that. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I just when I look at, I just try to compare it to be honest across the the companies, and I saw the Botech one looking a lot different than that one. You know, much more going on. You know, and I don't know why you wouldn't do that. I guess I don't. You know, I'm not trying to rip on Matthews or anything, but they are a big brand. You know, I would just expect to see same with Hoyt. I didn't see much out of Hoyt. I saw that bow end up in like three or people's hands. That's it. In the imagery I've seen, it's <clears throat> there was no major. You know, when Kevin Wilkie was a Hoyt, I saw some really cool stuff. I yeah. mean, they did a lot of cool stuff, man. They ran them over with trucks and they did some cool things. <laughs> And, you know, and I haven't really seen that. I don't know if they're trying to go a different route with it or, I don't, you know, it's hard to tell what people want to do in the marketing realm, but I don't know. Right. I mean, one of the cool things when the carving first came out was really to talk about how durable it was. I mean, they did, they did some torture tests to that thing with yeah. that truck. I'll never forget that. <clears throat> yeah, F-150. I remember they ran that thing over. I mean, and then they picked up and shot it. I remember that. I don't know. Than me. I was excited you, I mean, to you, see. Go ahead, sorry. I, know, I, just, I mean, do you think that there's so much more that can go wrong, like mm-hmm. when you when you're out for a bow though? Yeah. Right. I right. mean, it's uh, that that's it's it's impressive. Not that this one. Able to do it. Um, I'm just I'm just I'm a little skeptical. I guess. Oh, put it this way: if I run my car, uh, my bow over with my car, I'm probably just going to get a new bow. Right. <laughs> I, I right. think I'd be petrified to shoot that because the things you don't know. I think yeah. they're just showing that the, the the frame of the carbon the riser can handle extreme yeah. strength. 
that's all I think they're trying to get. They're not gonna. They wouldn't. I don't think they recommend you run it over the truck on accident and still shoot it. I don't think that's what they're getting. Don't try this at home. Kind yeah, of thing. I think it was just like what we did with that long shot. We're not doing it. It was, it was fun. We we had some fun. We wanted to yeah. see if we could do it. I mean, really, it's all come down to. And that shot makes me mad. By the way, I have so many haters. I I can't believe the amount of people oh, yeah. who send comments to us about how it's just a sales pitch. Blah 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 blah. I just don't understand. understand that so many people had to contribute to that. I don't like, get that. Get, like we had to get like, a lot of companies behind us to help us do that. I mean, it was a short video, yeah, but it's like, come on, guys, seriously, it's unbelievable. I think until you, dude, it's no, the, there's been like 4D comments, yeah, like, but, oh, this just sell out, and, duh, 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 and oh, this just an advertisement. Oh, any boat could do that, and blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, are you kidding me right now? You people are not hunters, you're not outdoorsmen. All you do is whine. Like, I don't want to hear it. Like, I don't care. Like, you, if you don't have something good to say about anything, then don't say anything. Get out of here. Don't be a troll. Because to be honest, it's ridiculous. So what if we had sponsors? So what? That's that's that's. Why would you not have a sponsor? To help fund a project like that—that right. that wasn't a cheap right. project. Would you? Would you think we just go out and pull out our wallet and drop five grand to go do something like that exactly. and buy two bows and we yeah. have to have backup stuff? This isn't like. Did you not see the drone work? I know. Yeah, I mean, how much a drone cost? Yeah. I mean, th- this isn't like we're trying to make it as cool as we can, and you can't do that if you don't have sponsorships. Like you're not. It's going to be a boring, lame old video. Like people say, "Oh, I beat that shot. Here's 500 yards." Okay. That looks great from the hood of your car. I can't see that you actually did a 500-yard shot. I need right. proof. You have to show it. The, that's what we did there. I mean, we made it a full production. We got brands involved to show the proof of what we did. That was the point, is to make it legitimate and not you know, just some random guy who goes off and puts a camera on the hood of their car and says, I hit 700 yards. I, I can't. You have can't nothing that shows it. you hit 700 yeah. yards. I'm not off saying you didn't do off it. A cliff. I'm just saying... Show me, you know, you have to prove it. That's what that. That's why you need funding to do things like that. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go. I mean, nobody in their right mind is going to go buy all that equipment we had to buy out of their own money just to do a shot like that. Come Except on, for a six minute, seven minute video, guys. In today's world, this is what marketing is all about. It's the whole purpose. That yes, Botox saw a great opportunity when we went to them and said we want to do this shot. Sure. My bow can hit that distance. Let's do it. Of course, they're going to go involved. But we could have did that to any bow company. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. And see what they said. But we chose that bow because it won a whole bunch of awards. Though The whole concept was let's take one of the best bows in the market that's won proven awards, field and stream, all these outdoor life, whatever it is, you know, whatever they are. And let's go with that. I mean, that's just right. the way it had they, to be. They missed the point, too. I mean, we, we didn't go out there don't and Don't take say, away the shot, though. That's all right, I'm saying. Don't right. whine. Krishner hit that distance. So right. don't, I don't want to hear all this whining about advertisers. Then skip through that. Watch the shot. It's not even that long in to see the shot. That's yeah, what I'm we saying. didn't go out there and say, you know, Bowtech's going to gonna shoot the farthest, right? Out of out of any bow manufacturer. No. You know, that, that's not, that wasn't the point. Is that look at the capability of Chris, look at the capability of bow. When you have the right combination, look at the shots you can take. Yeah. No, that one just rubbed me wrong, man. The comments I'm getting, I, I just been, I honestly have been banning people. So I, if you're leaving a comment, see ya. I'm not, I'm not listening to it. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. See, we're I supposed to be haters. a community. I'm weird like that. No, it's not that. But I, I, we're supposed to be a community of hunters and support each other. So, so what if we had a sponsorship? Do I don't understand. Like next year we'll do it again. We might have different sponsors to do it. I, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not locking into anything. We did something that not many people can do. So. Maybe next year a different company will be the sponsor. But why would I do that? Right. You know, I mean, you might as well 
have fun, try again. Anyway, sorry about my negative tantrum. That was that was a little long though. Yeah, that was a little bit too much. Right, just just one last thing on that. I don't think I've ever been. I can't talk enough. about it anymore. I don't think I've ever been mad enough at something where I've had to leave hate on a comment. Well, that's right. what I'm saying. Because I've that's never been like, oh, I'm so mad. I'm just gonna type in my response here on how I think this is stupid, dude. Like, believe me. So, there's constantly anything. comments. Like, yeah. we always get comments. And normally, I don't care. And we talked about this after, because I started I told you some you were of them, and get you're some. like, oh, be careful. <laughs> yeah, because they we, just... We, let's change the... Are we going to just talk about pet peeves this whole... This whole pet no. Because <laughs> I got No, one. but I got honestly, one. this this one really bothered me. So, there was there was another comment that was made, and, and it wasn't... Uh, you know, I honestly, guys, I understand that, you know, when you're doing things in the public eye, you're going to have issues, and I get all that, okay? But... There was one comment made that was at my son, and that one really that was out of line. That was way out of line. And yeah. it, it said retard kid, da da da, or something. I'm like, are you serious right now? Like, uh, who is this person? Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's an, if you're not anti hunter, I hope you are an anti hunter. That's all I gotta say. Because right. if you, you have the nerve, be a part of our industry, you have the nerve to say something about anybody's kid. It, it's unbelievable. To I me. remember seeing you post that, and I was because I couldn't believe it. I was shocked that someone would ever say anything about about a kid, a child. Uh, that is excited about something. It makes no sense to me, you know. And that, that's why it bothers me even for the, going into our shop because I'm like, right. I'm like, you people like just don't understand. Like you don't get the industry. You know nothing about marketing in this industry. You know nothing about business. You know nothing about capitalism. Yeah. About being an entrepreneur. These are the things that you. you it's all a part of the same thing. If you if you if you can't support yourself doing these things, then you really can't do it. You would never. No one. No one in their normal mind would go out and do that shot the way we did it, with that drones, four wheelers. It wasn't a simple thing. We did that shot. We shot that thing, two different photo video shoots to do that. We spent numerous hours preparing, planning, mm-hmm. driving just to get the right shot okay. and editing. Like there's a whole bunch that goes into this. Everybody just wants to make it like it's no big deal. It's oh god, anybody can do that. Blah blah blah. But well, then do it. I mean, that's that's what I said. That's the reality. I mean, I, good luck. But you I, put yourself at risk too. Yeah. I mean that oh, many, yeah. you know, that many shots taken during during that day too. I mean, for being the target sugar, if something would have happened, your whole season would have been done. Yeah. Could have hurt your I mean, arm. Your yeah. hand was bleeding the one time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the thing is, is it is it. It's it's what we said it was. It was a trick shot. It was a it was a yeah. it was us trying to see if something could be done because nobody had done it. Right. And everybody jumps on there and says, "I've done it. I've done it." Blah blah blah. blah. Well, then just prove it. That dude, I mean, that is I so wanna far. See, I want to see it. Yeah, like, that's so it. far. Beat it, and I'll beat it again next so year. So there's another like, video it online. It doesn't bother me. Like, I'll just keep going. Like, <laughs> oh, listen to this one. Yeah, there's another video online that we did a 200 yard crossbow shot a couple years back, and uh-huh. it was number one for a long time, you know. And then crossbow. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you guys. It wasn't easy to hit that shot. Like, we had a U.S. sniper taking those shots. And it, and it was the wind factor and the bolts and the way they move. And he, he had a very hard time. It took us, like, six, seven, eight hours of filming. Like, it was a lot of work. And I remember thinking, like, this is crazy, you know? So then somebody posts a video of some brothers. I don't know who they are. And they're, like, the Gone Brothers or whatever blew you out of the water, right? So I'm like, well, let me check it out. They're claiming they shot 680-yard crossbow shot and hit a balloon. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And, it's of course, it's a Raven crossbow. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. And I watched how they did it, and they, they like just they just held it like this. You yeah. know? Like, they didn't aim or anything. They just basically held it upward and fired. Right? And, and I'm not saying... My hand? Freehand? Freehand. Uh, Nobody was can it say it. It was freehand. It was freehand. He was basically, like... 
like yeah, hipping it. Hipping yeah, basically it. hip shot. It was not what? shoulder, nothing. It was a hip shot. Now, I'm not saying it couldn't be done. Now, right. I did have some people run numbers on that, and they said it's possible. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not suggesting they didn't actually hit the shot. I am There's no way that that was intentional. Well, well, that's this is the issue, it's right? It's an accuracy thing. Right? Right. This is where I'm getting at. Right. So. Where's the consistency with that? That's just a complete trick shot, distance shot. If you if you really hit it, which he probably did, I'm not going to take that away from them guys. They they did a good job. Oh yeah. Um, but I'm going to beat it. Like that to me, I, I just want to beat it now, now because I now I'm challenged that says, oh, only a Raven crossbow can do that, which I do not believe. So I'm I'm going to take that second. to an extreme level next year with our capabilities that we are going to crush that number, but. You know, what's the max? I want to know the max distance that any bow can shoot. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to accomplish with us eventually. <clears throat> what's that actual number? Yeah. To where that degree of angle mm-hmm. and 80 pounds, right? I don't the think max. 80 pounds is a secret. Well, the more right. people I've been talking to, like, I think don't tell, don't tell the secret. Don't tell the secret. secret Internal think, recipe. Yeah. But we I've need to, we need to max we're out. Working on that. I, think it's gonna I want to know that. I want to get, I want to get a balloon popped at the max distance mm-hmm. possible. Like we're no only thing that ever happened. Someone could tie it, right? See, but I don't know if you need to go balloon just for fun. Popped though. No, I mean, no, no, no. Have, well, listen, I think the this balloon pop is, is a different scale because yeah. you look at this the is, balloon pop. I like get this, something. Right. Hold on, yeah. I bought okay because I wanted to get this pre-done. I bought holders that go on the ground. Mm-hmm. They're they have a stem with a circle. They're metal, and you could attach a balloon to them, whatever you want, right? But I bought a two-foot balloon. Okay, it's so this big. Uh-huh. Okay. So I figure at that distance, you. that's what yeah. they use. That's why I'm like, you know what? They used a big balloon. I'm going to buy a big balloon. I'm going to fill it with baby powder. We're going to blow that thing up. And we're, you know, and you're going to smoke that thing at, you know, whatever distance we can get. I've got a number so, in my head. Yeah, it was all right. Super cool. So we're going to change back to our original reason we started this conversation the bow launches. <laughs> yeah. Instead of pet peeves. Sorry about that. Got a little, <laughs> got a little hand guys when you're driving right now. And, and Ashley's been very quiet over there. She needs to throw in some comments. She's got no, she's got no anger in her whatsoever. She's just like That's relaxed fine. over there. She got a pair of glasses. She's all excited. Well, the cool thing is there's been a lot of women's post lunch this year. Yeah, let's talk about that. What do you, what do you think of the what women's you stuff you've seen? She goes, I don't know. Like, I'm really happy with what I'm shooting because it works for me. So what is it? The PSE Phenom SD. So That's Deal. a target bow. Mm-hmm. What about for hunting? Uh, I've kind of looked at the uh, Carbon Stealth from PSE. Just go straight into the jugular with the $1,400 carbon bow. <laughs> <laughs> I love that way. But oh my gosh. <laughs> That's the way it works. Actually, that bow's really cool. Because I don't know if you guys, oh, you'll probably see it because I think you guys are getting a PSE soon. Something's coming out. That, e, uh, that new Evolve cam. They have a small version of it, and they put oh, it on a carbon ball. No, the, that's the Evolve cam from last year. Yeah, yeah. So no, that was sweet. The, I enjoyed that. What's ball. cool about it is, is that he, that's yeah, the same Evolve cam you shot on the thirty-one, like the, the speed bow, that uses the exact same cam. Interesting. This is what I was going to say about PSC, and I, I, you know, I've dealt with PC for a long time, and I remember when they did that website. They had their own website. They were trying to push for a while, and they called me, and they're like, "We need help. We want to do this." And it was fun. It was a fun little experiment. I played. We played together. Really, I helped them a little bit on it. But anyway, that bow they did last year was on my top five. That was a sick bow, the Evolve. And I, I actually remember thinking like, this could be my favorite bow of the year when I shot that bow because it was so smooth and completely different than the Omen. 
Mm-hmm. And other ones they did, they had such a rough draw cycle coming over the the hump. Yeah. And this was like really that cam really did some cool stuff for them. Like it was that's a, and then the design they've always had more of a fatter limb, right? And the the main limbs. Yeah, they've always had that wide that wide track limb's been around for a while, which is. Funny thing is, you're seeing a lot of the industry go. To yeah, now. so it's proven. So, I think this is, the, but this is the nice part about the industry. It evolves together. Mm-hmm. So as things change, like we talked about the other day, there's a lot yeah. of patents that are shared between companies, and a lot of patents that are paid for in between companies. Darton being a big one right. that has a lot of cam technology patents, and PSC has a ton of patents. Bear's got a ton of patents. Matthew, I mean, they all do. They all have their own patents. Hoyt, and sometimes those patents are needed on other brands, and they have to make a deal. Mm-hmm. Or they pay, right? It's one yeah. of the two. And a lot of times they make deals because they trade. So if you have, like, for instance, I know PSE has a patent for uh, the four drill holes on the riser for the moving your site yep. up and down. Mm-hmm. So you, if your company has a bow, you can't just do that. You have to work with PSE to make a deal to arrange having the four holes, mm-hmm. which is interesting because that's just weird, right? It's just four holes on a... Yeah, but it's, it it changes that. Oh, for sure. No, 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 no. I'm just really saying though, if you pipe. think about it, though, it's only four holes. Like, right. I don't know why that. But it's not like you made something. It's just four holes. Well, it's like the flexing cable slides or flexing roller guards. Like, uh, Prime owns a patent on it, but Bowtech came out with it the same year. Oh, so, so they so Bowtech doesn't have to pay. And it's just this weird oh, thing, gotcha. So. Interesting. Yeah. If you guys are joining us, that's uh, when you get into the patent stuff. It's very complicated. And there's a lot of it. You know, oh, yeah. companies will launch stuff and they don't even know they infringed on a patent. And I've seen ATA pull bows from a company, and a couple times actually, a couple of years, they walked over with uh, security people and they made them take the bow out or whatever, I, which is crazy. Because mm-hmm. how do you really prove any of that right there at that floor? I mean, yeah. you, what kind of paperwork does ATA need to see to prove that? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do they? There's like some sort of like. You know, like the auto industry, right? There's spies. You oh, and, believe you, me. You, you, no, there's no spies. Wonder... There's owners walk around. I've seen Rex Darlington walk around. But I mean, like prehand. If, if they got like spies. Oh yeah, they look the at company, pi- you know, they look like... at pictures, dude. They pull if you, like when they launch these bows right now. Mm-hmm. You better believe every bow company's look at the other bow company's product to see oh, if yeah. they touched on any of their stuff that they yeah. own. They do that every time. And then if they did, I'm not sure what happens at that point, but something happens. I mean, we, we got one every single time. Every single time they came out, we'd go to the dealer and buy one. Yeah, oh I mean, yeah, they'll buy them. We'd had, well, it's funny, some of the blurred images you see on some of the promotional videos that have come out, I know what they're blurring out. They're blurring out all the other companies. I've had companies. Sitting on the wall there, because they have all of them. They're testing them. They want to know yeah. what makes them great, what makes them bad, what makes them good. But um, Anyway, I was really happy this year with the Excalibur 308 short. That's why I kept this in front of me. I was holding it. Um, I can't cock that well. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah. It's two stages You guys are wimps, dude. I do I, it all the time. I can do it, but it's a two-stage pull. First one's on well, the this inside is the, dry fire, second one's into the trigger box. This is the advantage of not... This is the disadvantage of not having a cam system, right? Mm-hmm. This, that's the whole point of a cam system. However, on the flip side, you might pull a little more, but on the flip side, you have that durability that's nothing like a cam system. Right. If a cam system... They'll show you and they'll prove it. You could take that bow and snap that string and redo it right there and shoot it and still hit your spot. And then with a cam bow, good night. Mm-hmm. Good night. You snap that string? No, you're done. Uh, and I agree your season with that could be over. It could explode. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I um, so I, I shot the uh, the yeah. The I know what you did. this year. Yeah, I know what you and, did, Tim. Uh, Tim blew up his bow last year and the year before. Which one? Actually, no. Technically, Tim, I did not. I did not blow up my bow this year at all. No, because you have an Excalibur. It's not possible, right? But the the one from last year <laughs> that, that broke. Um, was it? What was it? Um, I forget. But I technically didn't shoot it. 
Technically. No, somebody, somebody I, I, I was going to let somebody borrow it because they, you know, they, they don't really you open the case and it's broke? They don't really hunt that much, and they shot it. Oh, they it. well, they, pay, they better pay up. So. And blew that thing. So that kind of happened with the Excalibur this year. But um, it didn't break it. But it didn't break it. Absolutely. And um, I, I usually I, I cock okay. my bow before I go out in the blind. You do realize, Excalibur, you can uncock it, right, without no. shooting? No, but that's not what happened. So do I, you do it was, that, I do. Right? do. No, no, no I've own, done that. Do you watch our I, videos? Do I watch my can, own videos? You can learn. You yeah. learn a lot from No, this was actually... I can um, show you. Do you want to, like... I tried to decock it on a deer. Here, let me show you. <laughs> No decock in that. This is weird. That's, that's, that's let me tell you about a hard pull. Jeez, <laughs> um, we should just. I can't. I can't imagine the hours that it's gonna take to edit this one. It's great. I just. You just. Yeah. Usually, so I usually cock my bow before I go out in the blind, Stroke and uh, so I do that, and I walk out, and and I for some reason, and I always like you have, you you have that those stages like where you go through when you're setting up, where you where you check <laughs> where you check just everything like do I have everything in the right place? Is everything set up? I take the shot; it's going to be perfect. And for some reason, I didn't check my bolt, and my bolt, and, and I I mean obviously I didn't know, but when I pulled the trigger, it was 22 yards away. Um, bolt went 15. Oh. And and that's the only thing I can think of is it slid out because I never checked it after that. But uh, didn't break the bow though. You know how it's a recurve string, right? So uh-huh. it's recurve. So that string because it's made out of Dynaflight. Here's my geek out moment of the day. It's made out of Dynaflight. <laughs> Don't fall asleep. Only yeah. one. Don't fall asleep. Just one. All right. Don't worry. We'll edit this out too. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, the, the string stretches over time. So, yeah, okay, I can, yeah, so okay. what happens yeah, yeah, yeah. is as it stretches, your brace height gets shorter and shorter, so your power stroke gets longer and longer. It changes your accuracy. Like, the original ones, like the uh, 315s, the, um, the Matrix 380s, they had a line engraved on the, uh, on the stock. Like, it was so cut in there. So you had to set, you could, you could have a gauge, basically, of where to put it. No way. So, like, so after how many shots would that you gotta con- check it. What, I, what I've actually been telling people to do, what I've been doing for people, is once I have the brace height where I want it, or where it should be in spec, I'll take a marker and I'll draw it right along right along the rail. That way you have a reference point. If it wears out, you just put a marker across it again. That's what I love about your geek out moments. They're, they're very informative. Yeah. They are. But yeah, no, I, I fell I, asleep. I, what yeah, just happened? Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. That, that's, I, I, never, I actually never would have. That's the number one reason for our Excalibur that. failures that I've seen is the brace height's too short. So it slams against the, the front of the stock and cuts the string right at the center serving. Huh. Crazy moment. That is crazy. I mean, you just blew me, you literally blew my mind right now. I'm excited for that that's 308, good. though, because that's one that's one thing that I don't see a lot of. Is, like, if you look at a lot of guys that are buying crossbows, mm-hmm. they're not buying crossbows just because they want a crossbow. They're buying crossbows because they have to. People are talking about how you're not a hunter if you shoot a crossbow. That pisses me off. No, I don't, Are I you don't one of them? That. She gave you that look. Like I've so, heard Chris say. I believe so. What is this? Do we, we, have, we have to go outside, don't we? Confession no, no. time. No. I've been on both sides of the fence with crossbows. It's late night stories. I've been on both sides of the fence with crossbows. I don't. Archer. So, like personally, I'm. I'm a bow hunter. I'll shoot with a bow until I can Until I can't pull a bow back. Um. But then again, I'm I see, like, all I see, I'm just, I'm I'm watching him right now, and all I just see is is just backpedal. 
No, okay, so here's... Dude, she, so threw, she threw you <laughs> right under the bus. So here's, here's the thing. Here's my stance on CrossFit. So if you're, if you're a guy that works 80 hours a week or 60 hours a week and you have zero time to practice and you absolutely want to go hunting, for the love of God, buy a crossbow. Because I don't want you in the woods with a, with a bow. But also, you did talk about this year getting one yeah. for the little guy so right. that he could start yeah, my bow little hunting guy, yeah, because little guy he shoots a recurve. Yeah. So. My little guy wants to go hunting and... He wants to go out in the woods with me. He wants to kill a deer. He, he can't pull a bow back heavy enough right. to, to kill a deer. So the only ethical way for me to take him out hunting is with a crossbow. But on the flip side, the only fear that I have, and, and I've had this conversation with, with dealers recently, is that we're getting too far away from archery. Mm. Is that like archery in and of itself is, is slowly going to the wayside because crossbows are so easy. I mean, there was, a, there was an article written in one of the uh the magazines or one of the major magazines recently for dealers that was saying that and it glorified crossbows that it's a great thing you can get out there you don't need to practice the average crossbow guy shoots 10 bolts through his bow a year i mean that's not bad but on the, and, and if you're only i mean but i'm, I'm on the way other side so no I, no, I get the that but so shoots. this is this is the is that is is that the hunt itself mm-hmm. is still a hard hunt Oh yeah, absolutely. You're not you're not reaching out a hundred, two hundred, three hundred yards with a right. gun. You still have to have that ability to bring that deer in, mm-hmm. um, you know, to to the same sort of range that you would shoot. With, that you would shoot. You cry the whole oh, night through. This one's for Chris. Oh. This is his crossbow. Well, you can you go. cry at me a river. Cry me, cry me a river. Are you guys gonna read me? Cry it up, Man. So anyway, okay, let's get back. I haven't even jumped in on this conversation yet. It's about to get real up in here. No, I'm just kidding. You're not kidding. And no, but I, for me, the crossbow's been my favorite go-to because what happened this year for me? Because you only have to shoot ten bolts through it. A year. A year? Does he stare at me? (laughs) Does that include the bolts that actually kill the deer? Yes. Yes, yes, it does. Dave looks really pissed off right now. I haven't even finished. I'm not still. I ain't even started yet. Ding, ding, round one. Ready? Ready. So, I, um,. Okay, so this tool of the crossbow has been instrumental for me this year because normally I would just take my bow, no big deal. But the weather dropped dramatically when we were up there, and it dropped to 17 degrees. And I'm like, there is no way. I'm just taking this crossbow. I was excited I had that option when I was out there. So I grabbed the crossbow, went out and hunted. Um, and then the next time it rained, like, downpour. And I'm like, well, I'm hunting. So I took the crossbow because there's nothing to really rust up. Like if I took my bow, I put that bow at risk getting rusty. Specifically the Excalibur because it doesn't have the Correct, cams. there's nothing yeah. on it. So I'm like, well, I'm just yeah. I'm not going to ruin my bow and take it out there. That's silly. So I took the crossbow. And to be just for a couple fact checks, we missed 140 class deer three times with the crossbow. So I would never say that a crossbow is an easy tool. I would say, and, and I would say that the crossbow is a, a mix. And don't get me wrong, I love compound bows and I love compound bow hunting. I do feel, I feel 
I feel like I'm a better archer with my bow, to be honest, than I do with my crossbow. Mm-hmm. But when I'm on the ground or in a scenario where, like I shot a doe on the ground with a crossbow, it wasn't very hard. I'm not going to act like it was harsh. 20 yards, I put it on behind the shoulder, I fired, she was done. It hit the ground before she even moved. I mean, the arrows threw her into a tree 15 yards away before she moved. Yeah. That micro suppressor 350. That's how much power. It was like, boom. And could I have shot her with my bow? I think I could have, like, honestly. Like, I think because I had that long strip on the ground blind, and I feel like I had time where I probably could have gotten away with a shot. And I would have preferred that, for mm-hmm. sure. But I just don't feel like I'm less of a hunter because I use the crossbow. And That's I don't think that at all. I don't no, think that at you all. think it. I do now. I do <laughs> now. No, I don't, I don't think that. No, my, my thing is, is it's just <clears throat> I get a lot of guys that come in that, that have never bow hunted before. And they grab a crossbow and go bow hunting. Yeah, now, I don't have a problem with that because, hey, it gets you involved. And honestly, yeah. you're going to get bored with that. Let's that's, be honest. Which is well, more yeah. fun, shooting that's a bow right. or shooting a crossbow? That's a great way to look I at mean, it. I mean, if it gets you into, like, I mean, I used to rifle hunt. I, I used to think bow hunting was ridiculous because I'm like, well, I'm no good with that. Why the heck would I ever shoot something with a bow? But then mm-hmm. you start shooting a bow, you start getting good with it. And I'm like, why the heck would I shoot it with a rifle? That's boring. Correct. Scope guys, so, I mean, guys that shoot crossbows are going to think the same thing. This is the next challenge. This is a on. great conversation because mm-hmm. what happened to me is, like this year, everybody's been talking about this new 450 shotgun. Okay, so like right now, we have guys that are hunting with that right now, today and tomorrow. So Saturday uh, coming up, uh, Ron's like, you can go hunt my land. Just you know, go on there and take your new 450 because it's gun season. I'm like, I've never shot a deer with the gun really in my yeah. life, so I'm like, you know, I'm going to try this. You know. Could it be super easy? Yeah, I mean, I can see that. If you if you're dead steady, you gotta be a steady shooter. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. act like you could hit anything with a gun. That's not true. But you, if you're steady, that gun will go out to 300 yards, you know. And then, so I would say that if I see a giant buck or a big doe, and I'm gonna pull a doe tag, whatever, and I shoot that doe, should I shoot? It? I don't know what I'll do yet. I haven't decided, yeah. you know, until the moment. But I'm excited about it. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm excited to try this new gun. Like I've always, you know, I've always wanted to shoot a rifle when I'm hunting. Not, I mean. I'm a bow hunter at heart for sure, right. but I've always wanted to try a rifle hunting, and this is the closest I can get to it. You know, with under the shotgun in the shotgun realm area. Well, yeah, that four. It's a what that four fifty Bushmaster. Yeah, mm-hmm. solid wall. It's pretty sweet. That thing's been ridiculous. It's yeah. off the wall it's, sales. Yeah. I mean, people it's, we can barely keep them in stock. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, Ammo's, you guys have them there, huh? Oh. How much they cost? Uh, the I don't know. The one I know for sure that we've been selling a ton of is that Ruger American. Mm-hmm. The, the the American, tan one, yeah, the tan with one with the brake on the front. With the brake, we've even sold them How much without is the brake. Uh, four ninety nine. How much is it without the brake? Is that a different gun? No, I think it's a, it's. The same is it color. black or is it tan? No, it's still tan. It's just some of them had brakes, some of them didn't. I've heard it's we not actually, worth getting it without the brake, though. I, I have heard, it without the brake. I heard get it with the brake, it kicks like a yeah. mule without the brake. That's what I'm asking because I'm going to buy the other one. I'm yeah. going to give this one to Tim. And I'm going to get the new one. <laughs> yeah, Tim's got more padding here. I think I we um. Sorry. I mean, he's I gonna. Guess, he's gonna okay. <laughs> okay. I'll just stick. With, I'll just stick with my crossbow. You know, just. No, Tim. Tim's like. I was telling Tim. I, think I heard Tim. I was telling Tim the, the other day. Thing. I was telling Tim I'm the other day. I'm never afraid to give you. That's a <laughs> Well, Tim was talking about a gun, and I said you can have my Mossberg 500 because I don't want it. I mean, I can't. I have a 12 gauge 500 deer gun. It's made just for deer hunting. It's got this, the rifle barrel. It's got. So I was. I was looking for. Um, I, I need to get a, a gun for Upland. I was like, well, if I'm going to get one, I might as well get one that you switch out the barrels and I can use it either or. 
You know, and that's what we were talking about. Yeah, because I told him, get a, you get an upland gun, you can yeah, have I'll my deer gun. just get a straight gun. upland gun. I don't even know. want it. He yeah. can just take it home, and if he goes deer hunting with a shotgun at some point, it's there, ready to go, no big deal. Or you can grab the four fifty. I don't even care. Like, I will have it. So, really, it doesn't matter. I would say a good upland gun would be more worth it in, like, a Stoger or a Benelli, something that, like, for what you're doing, I'd say you probably should really consider, like, $800 gun. Like, mm-hmm. you should talk to Chris McGee, because that those guns, dude... They have twelve gauges that you shoot it, and it feels like a, a ten gauge, or I'm sorry, 20. like a four ten or a, ten gauge. It feels like a four ten or a twenty yeah. gauge. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's like doom, 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 doom. I'm like, whoa! I'm like, I can't even feel a kick. It was so so gentle compared to. All right, anyway, we gotta go. It's getting late. This has been yeah, an hour. Been Your kid hour? fell asleep out yeah, there. Probably. My kids are trying to go to bed, so um, we are out of here. And uh, you guys have a great, safe uh, night or whatever. Um, don't drink and drive. Whatever you do. And public service announcement by pub- David Thomas. Public service announcement. Stay safe. Safety is number one. I think I'm done. Yeah, I think we're done. See ya. <laughs> hey guys, Dave from the Bowhunter Planet Podcast. We're looking for cool hunting stories from you. We want to hear your story. If you have a cool story and you want to submit it for a chance to be featured on the podcast, send us an email at team at bowhunterplanet.com with your story there's a good chance you could be invited onto the podcast. Hey, enjoying the hunt. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.